Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. Men say, where is your God? Show me your proof, or I will deny him. We shared arguments for the existence of God from objective reasoning, from our perception in the truth surrounding us, as given to us by St. Thomas Aquinas. Now Peter Kreef's subjective arguments from intellect, morality, beauty, desire, and within the cry of man's human heart. But one premise is noteworthy. For a man to deny God's existence, he must first begin his argument from a pretty tall pedestal, sitting high above the rest of mankind. And secondly, he must be strong so that he can completely suppress all the natural evidence surrounding him. Like the Apostle Paul wrote in the book of Romans, claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for the images resembling man. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator. There is an argument from intellect or man's ability to know stuff. It's noteworthy that man has a mind which is quite changeable with time. Simply deciding a question like what he'll have for dinner is challenging today and more so tomorrow. Yet he can decide within the same mind things which are unchangeable with time, such as 2 plus 3 equals 5, or to the more complex Einstein's theory of relativity. Where does this incredible mind come from, if not from God? There is an argument for morality also. Every society in the existence of the world has believed in some sort of natural law, not because it's part of nature, but because it's part of human nature. For example, this thing is a good thing to do, or that thing is a bad thing to do. If there is such a binding truth upon humankind, there must be a lawgiver. There is an argument from beauty also. Beauty is like the point or the tip of an arrow. It's the first thing you notice about the saint or the thing that you say is beautiful. Beauty is the fingerprint of the divine finger reaching down from heaven. Some might even say, there is the music of Johann Sebastian Bach. Therefore, there must be a God. Personally, I have the same feelings about Merle Haggard. There is also the argument from desire. St. Augustine wrote, Our hearts are restless until they rest in thee, O Lord. What do we want the most? Complete happiness, right? Where there is never boredom. And even though we cannot totally conceive it, we have an intense desire for it. And these desires are like a hunger. And for every hunger, there is a food. Well, the human heart was made in heaven, in the likeness of God, not in Hollywood. Therefore, heaven is the only place this hunger can be satisfied. Finally, there is the argument from the cry of the human heart. So if the arguments of the intellect, morality, beauty, and desire for God's heaven is all a delusion, and therefore your love will never be completely satisfied, well, this is called despair. And according to Dante's Divine Comedy, the sign over the entrance to hell reads, Abandon all hope. So, can you live that life? It is so obvious that our hearts say no. Therefore, I do not say that I believe in a God. It is better for me to say, I believe God. I find encouragement in the words that St. John Bosco's mother spoke, who when asked by her son what he should do with his life, she answered, 
All I want from you, John, is that you save your immortal soul. We cannot save our souls, but we have to move in a direction toward the one who can, Jesus Christ. If our main role in this life, then, is to get our families to heaven, so we must lead them by example, encouragement, and prayer to help them get there. St. Francis de Sales is framed in history as one of the most influential and effective apologists of all time. Francis first entered into a relationship with a person. Then he entered into a debate. And sometimes this caused these discussions of faith to span the course of years. As the relationship grew, the trust grew. Sharing of information grew. And so followed the heart of those in serious search of Christ. Alan Alexander Milne, the author of Winnie the Pooh, wrote, You can't stay in your corner of the forest waiting for others to come to you. You have to go to them sometimes. Where can this be more difficult than with one's own family? You have the deepest desire to engage and the deepest fear to estrange. I have a wonderful friend who always says in the moments when life seems so uncomfortable, so fearful and lost, I just repeat to myself, Come, Holy Spirit. When the Spirit of the Lord came upon Elijah, he girded up his loins and outrun the chariots of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel, nearly 20 miles. And David stood face to face with Goliath without sword or spear and said, The battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hand. And to Joshua he spoke, Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you. Some analyze deceitfully that superhuman feats, conquering our greatest enemies and acquiring vast treasure around us is the message. Lest we remember that Peter, who full of himself and not the Holy Spirit said, if all will fall away because of you, I will never fall away. But Jesus replied, truly I say to you that this very night before a cock crows, you shall deny me three times. But when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place, and suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. Peter would conclude his words that day with a crowd whom he addressed in Acts 2.36. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. We analyze without deceit that we need to let go and let God. Psalm 42.1 reads, As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. While men say to me all day long, where is your God? I cannot do this on my own. The chariots are too fast. My enemies are too big. And I am unable to walk. Then I remember the words, come Holy Spirit. And I rise to the occasion. Ain't it so? This is Getting Grit signing off. Blessings to you all. Dominus Lobiscum.